All right. So let's go into, um, actually, I'm out of order from the first three, but I'll just go to the next one. The next one is um, John the Baptist. All right. John the Baptist, like many of us are desiring and even living out right now, he was one completely set apart for God, one that had a burning zeal for Jesus, one that was prophesied. He would be a voice in the wilderness to make the path straight, which is like many of us. Many of us are like a John the Baptist in spirit, right? Many of you, I already know the prophetic words over your life. You're called to be a voice to your nation. You're called to be a voice to your family. You're called to set um, corruption straight and justice straight with the truth and declaration of the gospel of Christ. And so here's somebody that comes into the picture. And this, one's, this one happens a lot all over the world. This is Eastern world where revenge is also really crazy. Mark 6. I'm just going gonna, gonna to read it out to you. And so Herod is the king and Herodias is the wife. And so John starts coming up to uh, the Herodias and Herod and starts bringing to light that the relationship that Herodias has with you as the king and there's another party that's wrong. She's not being faithful to you. John the Baptist just told the king that killed a bunch of people that your wife is unfaithful. And so what do you think Herodias is going to do? Herodias or whatever. She gets really, really mad. Right? You want to watch if you got vengeance on you. That's called in some of our world rebound. If you go out with a girl and they break up with you, you're on the rebound now. You're subconsciously trying to get vengeance. You don't even, you don't even like the person you're dating. You're just on the rebound. You're hoping that someone sees your Facebook with this other girl or guy. You're trying to stick it to John the Baptist. That's what's, that's what's happening here. And then he goes on and it says, knowing that he was a just and holy man and he protected him. King Herod protected John the Baptist. So you might even be in a place where you're, you're, you go back home and you're following Jesus and you're really going after him, uh, then you might have an old relationship that pops up. And then you might sense this spirit of vengeance on you. It could be a family member. It could be a boyfriend or girlfriend. It could be a friend that backstabbed you. And then you might sense this Herodias spirit come out where you're like, man, I hate the fact that they're following God. I'm going to find some way to drop them. So what you start doing and what the spirit starts doing is slandering and gossiping and making vengeance. Everything, they're, all they're talking about, they start making their own little circles of friends. Might even be in the church, how the spirit looks, where I don't like what the pastor did to me. And then now you're slandering with everybody else. Could be even in, in YWAM. You might have something on outreach or in lecture. You don't like what somebody did. You start creating gossip and slander with everybody else. And you're looking for some way to destroy that person's reputation. That's what Herodias was doing. John the Baptist's reputation was so great. She said, I'll just want to kill him then. And so she's waiting for the opportune time to destroy John the Baptist. 
And so that's how that thing works with that spirit in relationships. Now you're like this creeping lion, right? You're like this prowling lion waiting to screw this person over. And it's a, it's a demonic thing. Sometimes you, you, it looks like, what it looks like, it looks like you're looking at this person all the time, trying to find fault. You're looking at this person all the time, trying to destroy something about what they've, what they've said or what they've done. You're trying to accuse them of something that they're trying to say. You're building up a whole case on how they're a sinner. You're trying to destroy everything God's doing in their life. Or somebody might be doing that with you, right? Some, you might have a boyfriend, girlfriend, or friend or family member that's building up a case with you on how you are not the person you're saying that you are. And if they can't do it, in this case, this is what Herodias did. She comes in and she says, uh, during Herod on his birthday, well, I'll just tell you the story. During Herod's birthday, um, they say in the Bible, the opportune time came. And so Herodias, um, King Herod asked, them, asked her, the daughter-in-law or the daughter, to dance for her. And the king was so pleased by the dance, he, she, he told the daughter, whatever you want, I will give to you. She didn't say, I want a kitchen set. She didn't say, I want to go crawl on the floor and look at some balloons. The first thing that came out of her mouth was, I want the head of John the Baptist. How does somebody get to a place where the first thing they want is the head of somebody on a platter? It's because there's been so much gossip and slander and destruction in the relationship between the mom and the daughter. The only thing that spews out of her is the death of somebody else. You might want to watch out for if you have parents or family members that the relationship didn't end well. And then now you have family members constantly slandering another family member. And all they're doing is waiting for that family member to fall. It's demonic. It happens in, I, I'm, I'm Filipino. I know that stuff happens. Like that thing happens all day. You can go to a family, family get together or something and all of a sudden everyone's split down the middle. And then you could be with one side or the other side and all they do is gossip and slander and try and kill each other. And then something can happen in the family and like hypothetically, oh, that person just lost their job. And it's like, well, that's what they get for being such a bad person. And you can come into that spirit too in relationships. You know how you come into that Herodias spirit? is you start agreeing with the slander. You start talking about it too. You start going like, oh yeah, yeah, I know that that person does that and this person does that. And they also do this. Yeah, I hate it when that person does this. And then if someone walks into that room and they don't know what's going on, they feel icky. They're like, what are you guys talking about? And you're just like, yeah, 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 like all day, spitting and slandering and gossiping and destroying somebody's reputation. And you're waiting for the day for them to be destroyed. That happens all the time. That, one's, that, one, that one doesn't happen as much in a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship, but that happens a lot in church, 
in family, in community, in team, that spirit is very deadly. And in the faith of, it's, it's also, in the faith of John the Baptist, you know, do you know the end of the story? He got his head chopped off. And then this is what Jesus said about, um, it's actually later on. But Jesus says that John the Baptist was the greatest man that was ever born of a woman. So to this whole community that's slandering John the Baptist, to Jesus, he's saying he was the greatest man that ever was born of a woman. Then he says something else, but I'll highlight that later. He actually says, but the least in the kingdom born is greater than him. And then he's talking about the Holy Spirit. But what he's, what the principle that he's also sensing there is that he was above reproach. He lived his life above reproach. There wasn't something that someone can nail on him because between him and God, he was above reproach. And so the way that you deal with slander and gossip and destruction of your reputation is you live above reproach. You live in such a way that you're completely convicted that your life is right before Jesus. By word, by counsel, by elders, by family, and also by your personal prayer life. So it's not completely just you and, you and Jesus. It's also what, is, what are people saying around you because you may not know the whole situation uh, of people that are with Jesus and stuff. I'm not talking about the, the Herod, Herodias spirit right now. All right. So the opposite of Herodias is this. Uh, Saul's son. I'll give you the storyline of this. Saul is trying to kill David. And so Saul has a son, and that son's name is Jonathan. And Jonathan is really close friends with David. And so what Jonathan tells David is like, I don't know for sure if my dad is trying to kill you, but I'll know this, but you will know this for sure. I will talk to him and confront him. And if I sense that he is really committed to kill you, I'm going to shoot a bow in this direction, and then you're going to see if it's real or not. You see, Jonathan, besides trying to destroy David's reputation and siding with Saul, David is trying to protect us. Jonathan is trying to protect David's reputation. And then what David actually does is goes up to Saul, his dad, who is also the king of the whole country, and he's also the anointed one of God right now. As a son, he comes up to his father and says, David has never done anything wrong to us, daddy. Like, why are you, are you really trying to kill him? And then Saul takes a spear and chucks it in, in a manner to, to show that he wants to kill David. I think he actually chucks it at Jonathan, if I got it right. And then that's when Jonathan knows for sure he's trying to kill you. And so the opposite of slander is standing up in honor. And so this is what we need in our relationships. Versus slandering each other, you stand and protect and honor each other's reputation. You want, you want if an angel was in your room, to be in awe of what's coming out of the mouths of the sons and daughters of God. Like, wow, can you see that child of God 
honoring that person. That's the exact opposite of slander. It's protecting someone's reputation in Jesus. That's the spirit that Jonathan had versus Herodias. Can you imagine this? A daughter and a mother. That's like Claudia and Ariella talking to each other every day. And Claudia's like, hey, you know John the Baptist? I would love it if I can eat my carrots with his blood on a platter. Don't you want that, my little daughter? Yeah, I want to see his head on a platter, mommy. That's so demonically slanderous, it's crazy. But that's what we do every day when we slander each other until it just spews out in an action, in a phrase, in something that happens. All right, so that's Herodias. Let's go ahead and talk a little bit about this. I already shared conversations of slander and gossip. This will destroy any relationship. The next one is hidden motivations of revenge. I'm going to get this done, but after this, I'm going to do this to them. I used to talk like that as a gang member. Like, that's what you do when you try and kill somebody. That happens in the Christian world all day. I'm not even talking about something different. I'm going to just do what they tell me to do, but the second they do this, I'm going to show them what's going to happen. I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. They're going to struggle with this. They're going to suffer with that. And then they're going to they're gonna wish they never did that to me. We do that all day to our parents. We do that to our friends. We do that to our brothers and sisters. We do that to God. We do that all the time. That's something that the body of God does. That's why, that's why we just saw 40, 50,000 people, no, 100,000 people hear the gospel and less than 1% of them want to go to church because they know what's up in church. It's not like they don't hear those, those fights. It's not like they don't see the Christian getting drunk. It's not like they don't see their brother that's a Christian slandering somebody else. The world knows what perfection is supposed to look like. And this, this stuff, sadly, happens more in church with Christians just as much as it happens out there. Sometimes it can even happen more in the church because the world expects each other to treat each other like crap. But Christians have an expectation, you will love me like Jesus. And so we have more ways to get offended. But then we also have more grace that God gave us so that we can actually love the way that Jonathan loved David. To the point of death, Jonathan could have been killed by his dad. He knows his dad's not some wimpy king. His dad's a warrior. And he's about to stand up to him for his friend. That's what's happening right now. That's the type of conviction that you want to have when you're in relationships with God and others. All right. The next one is, um, I kind of mentioned this a little bit earlier. Uh, Mark 6, 24, creating groups of dissension. That doesn't have to be so big in our context. That could be like two or three. That could be like one dorm or another dorm. That could be on outreach with somebody else. That could be when you go home, that's your mom and you. Groups of dissension. I've been part of all of this, so that's the only reason why I know it so much is because I did it so much. So that you want to know that. If you're starting to be in a group and all you start doing is slandering each other, and then the only way you get into that group is if you hate that other person as much as you hate them, that's the Herodias spirit. 
That's what killed John the Baptist. And then, so you want to go in the opposite spirit. The other one is this. King Herod, this is sad, right? King Herod respected John. He actually had a fear of the Lord with John. And he's a completely pagan king. But he looked at John and he was like, this guy's a holy man. Like, I don't want to touch him. What the Herodias spirit did, King Her Queen Herodias, was that he, she manipulated King Herod's honor and respect and fear of the Lord with John to the point that she manipulated him to kill him. He could have just said, I'm not going to do it. Go ask for something else. I mean, who's going to kill him? You know what I mean? So it's like he man she manipulated him and made him go like, not, I don't want to say made him because he also had the agreement to control the leadership of that situation. You also want to watch this too. I'm not your direct leader, but I am with some of your leaders. If you start creating groups where you're talking to your leaders and you're trying to get them to turn on other people, that's the Herodias spirit. If, if you're going in your family and you're talking to leaders in your family or leaders in your church, and then you start talking to one leader and slandering another person so that you could kick out or do something with this other person, that's the Herodias spirit. Now, some things have to get dealt with, but this is clearly not one of those things. This is John the Baptist convictingly told King Herod it's wrong for your wife to be, to be unfaithful. This isn't something else that we're talking about. That's what he got killed for. He got killed for being faithful to the word. That's what he's getting killed for. If you get killed for anything, get killed for that.